0: Hello and welcome back to Yesterday Ended. Thanks for spending a bit of time with me today. So what is your point of view about your life? Are you looking down from your heavenly seat in Christ as a member of a royal priesthood? Or are you all alone looking up at a mountain you can't climb? How we view our lives will determine the fruitfulness we can obtain. In this episode, we will learn about changing our point of view and start living Without measure. Do you know why God invented big numbers? So you could count your blessings. With God, we have a myriad of opportunities for growth. So in today's poem, we will ponder more of what's available. The title is Without Measure. How do I look at my cup? Is it empty or full up? Or the half-empty or half-full chalk-up. But why not a build-up to overflow? Be it cup or ocean, they set a limitation. Rendering my choices in a state of deflation. Leaving me in a place of abject frustration. Away from the narration, there's always more. In measure, there's only so much I can do. And the options I'm offered are always too few. But beyond measure... Power begins to accrue, and finally a breakthrough floods my life. Finite or infinite, how do I regard my borderlines? In the box, outside the box, or no box can define the mental or spiritual diet upon which I can dine. So with what do I align the thoughts of my heart? The truth of the matter is to live without walls, knowing that in every direction life can sprawl, Never letting minimums my thoughts enthrall because His majesty calls me to live without measure. So how do I look at my cup, otherwise known as my resources? Or better yet, how do I look at the source of my resources? Far too often we live with a poverty mindset which always sets limitation. And a poverty mindset is far more than just lack of cash. Poverty mindset is lack of options or opportunities. It sets a limit. Like, oh, well, I work at this job and this is my paycheck and that's all that I make. But what about God? According to Psalm 23, it says that he prepares the table before me in the presence of my enemies, anoints my head with oil, and my cup runs over. So what is your cup doing? And what is God doing in your life these days? Or perhaps, should I ask, are you doing life in God these days? God's prepared us the table, so the question is, are we showing up for dinner so recently I've been working on some artwork designs. Not only do I play with words, but I I carve wood. I'm a wood sculptor. And for one project, or number of projects, I considered using large pieces of glass to glue pieces of wood to. And as I looked into the price of the glass, it was very expensive. And I was... Thinking, oh, I can't do this. But as I discussed it with a friend, he reminded me of a mutual business man that I had a relationship with that bought glass two or three times a week. And so I thought, well, great. I will. Well, it's been a couple of years since I've met him, so perhaps I need to like get donuts or something and go in in the morning and talk to him and reacquaint myself with them. And it dragged on, and finally God says, just call them and talk to them. So I called them up, told them what I needed, and they called me back a little bit later with a price, half of what I had originally been told for a higher quality product. And so at that point I said, well, how much do I owe you for doing the service for me? And they said, nothing, just the price of the glass. I had favor with this company, and I forgot I had favor with them. So what hidden favor is lying around in your life? I had another situation that also just came up recently, where I have come to the decision to redo my artwork website. It's ancient. And I'd done some work on another project where that website hosting company had software that can be built in to where you can maintain your site fairly easily, but it's an added cost. And so I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll get around to doing it. And finally, I thought, okay, I just got a call. You know, Don't worry about the added cost because God will provide. So I called them and spoke with them and they said, yeah, we have that service. And you're already set up for it. I had the provision, but because I didn't ask, I didn't receive. Have I heard that before? You have not because you asked not? So with God, there's always the possibility of overflow. According to Ephesians, it says, Now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. I have another example of God's blessing in my life. Back in 2015, in December, uh, my shopmate and I paid rent for our nice workshop that we had for about a decade. And four days later, we get a notice from the owner saying, get out. We didn't have a lease. We only had a month to month. So we were kicked out. So I told another friend who had a workshop and he worked it out with his boss that I could move in with him. And then my friend ended up leaving the company, leaving me with the shop. And I worked out the deal with the owner. And now I pay a quarter of what I used to pay for my old shop. So, No matter what the situation, God can work in that situation to bring abundance. So my next question is, what is the narration in your head? What are you listening to? Are you chicken little, the sky is falling, or is heaven invading your life? According to Matthew at the end of chapter 6, Jesus says, Therefore do not worry saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? <laughs> for after all these things the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. So is God paying attention to your life? Does he care about you? Well, according to, what is it, First Peter? We're to cast all our care upon him, for he cares for you. Do you honestly believe that? So, what is the limitations in our lives? In measure, there is a limit. Now, I love to cook, right? and in cooking, you need measuring spoons and measuring cups and all that kind of thing, but how I view my life and the possibilities, I do not need to settle for a small amount, a small measure, or a minimum. Out of nowhere, God can bring things. Twice, I have gotten a check for a little over a $100 from some class action suit I knew nothing about and did nothing about. But God provided a simple blessing out of nowhere. There's a record in the Gospels where a man brings his child who's possessed to the disciples and they couldn't cast it out. So when Jesus comes uh, back on the scene, they ask him, Why couldn't they cast it out? And his response was, because of your unbelief. And he said, I say unto you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. Jesus said, if you have faith as a mustard seed, it's the smallest seed Is probably smaller than a period in most of the things you read. And yet it brings forth a huge quality of fruit. So it's not a matter of huge faith. It's just the quality of faith. Do you believe that God will take care of you? That with him, as it says a little later in Matthew, with God all things are possible. Do we have that perspective that with him all things are possible? There's a common saying of living outside the box. So in my poem I have that our border lines could be in the box, outside the box or no box. I choose the no box version. And in many of my poems I write about that. We need to get rid of any limitation That stops us. And I think of a scene from The Matrix where Neo is going in to see the Oracle and he walks into the living room and there's a bunch of kids doing these really strange things. And there's this one little boy who has a bunch of spoons in front of him that are all bent up. And he has a spoon in front of him and he's bending it with his mind. And Neo looks at him and the young boy looks up and he says, Do not try and bend the spoon. That's impossible. Instead, only try to realize the truth. There is no spoon. The matrix is that construct of literally the wool is pulled over everyone's eyes. They don't realize that they're living a lie. There is nothing. They're in a little cocoon. So it's all an imaginary mental construct. So what matrix have you become a prisoner to? Has your past cast you into a prison? In the beginning, God created. When you stop and look at the immensity of what he did, he made the universe for the earth, the earth for man, and man for himself. He loves you so much, he made this whole universe just so he could have a relationship with you. Consider what the psalmist said in Psalm 145, 5. I will meditate on the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works. So what do we meditate on? Do we see the grandeur, the splendor, the majesty of what God has done and that God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son. It says in 1 Corinthians 2, But as it is written, eye hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither hath entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. He's got things prepared for you. He has great things prepared for you because he loves you. Make sure you focus and meditate on that love and realize you can live without measure. I recognize living without measure is a challenge, but living within measure, with limitations, is also challenging and brings little fruit. What I hope I have brought to you today is the ability to question and push back the boundaries of your life. You may have heard of the prayer of Jabez, and it goes like this. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou would bless me indeed, and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me, and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. It's time to push back or expand our borders and live without measure.